and welcome to the second episode of Chills and Kills. I'm Tash. I'm Becky. And I'm Emma. Hi. Hi. And welcome back. That was quite seductive, actually, Tash. I can be posh, I can be seductive, or I can be common as muck. (laughs) (laughs) I think my my slightly phlegmy voice has... um, it's not so bad now, but at the beginning of the week, it was kind of like deeper sounding, so a little bit more sexy. But the fact it's phlegmy is less sexy. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I have to go, excuse me, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with the spelling for phlegm? That's what I want to know. I want to know what was wrong with F-L-E-M-M-E perfectly fine everybody would have known how to spell it why did they have to do the whole ph 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 and then stick a g in there where's g in phlegm i also have beef with the person that made that spelling up i had to when i was trying to tell you guys that i felt a bit phlegmy i had to spell it i had to attempt spelling it three times i when i can't spell a word i just dictate I dictate oh, yeah, so do I. all the time. I'm just not very good at spelling, so... You see, I could forgive the PH. The PH for the F, that's fine. Everybody knows PH is F, it's fine. Why the G? PH is F. Oh, yeah, like phone and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I was like, PH is F. Hmm. <laughs> so weird. It's very strange. It? Mm. Anyway, so... Seems as this is a mini episode, I suppose we should crack on. Let's do yep. this, girls. So, Bex, I have a couple of stories. Do you have a story? I have a story, but it can wait for another episode. It's not, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world if we don't get to mine. Okay, well, mine aren't very long at all, so how long is yours? I don't think it's that long, no. Okay, so we might be able to actually fit all three. So do you guys remember, obviously, I hope you do, the episode about time slips? Yes. So this is something to do with that, and this one is fucking weird. So I'm going to talk about Flight 513, or fi- hang on, no, Flight 513. Have you ever heard of that? No, but maybe I have. Well, I'm going to tell you about it. You, are you ready? I'm totally ready. Born ready. Born ready. So flight 513 uh, from San Diego Airlines took off on September 4th, 1954 from... Now, I'm going to murder this. I'm really sorry. It's a German word. I I can only imagine it's Achen. It's it's double A-C-H-E-N. Achen. In West Germany. Its destination was Porto Alegre, Brazil. The flight Mm -hmm. would have lasted 18 hours. However, mid-flight, the plane just vanished over the Atlantic Ocean. It was believed at the time that it crashed, but over the years that followed and many search parties, no remains of the plane or its passengers were ever found. Like, not a scrap, nothing. Like, no, nothing indicating that the plane had crashed into the sea. Oh. Which is a bit a bit strange, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd think they'd find something eventually, wouldn't you? They find debris eventually, don't they? Yeah, a bit of debris. 
when yeah, uh, when nothing. was this when did this happen sorry what year 1954 did they do long haul flights then well obviously obviously they did yeah. Two years later, Santiago Airlines went out of business. So that's in 1956. So they they don't exist anymore. That's sad. Yeah. So <laughs> it's <is> sad. <laughs> All those people out of work. I mean, there were loads more airlines. So, you know. I just told you a whole plane of people <laughs> vanished and there was no reaction. But the airline closing down was sad. No, it's all them people losing their jobs, man. <laughs> I know. So fast forward to October 12th, 1989. So what, that's like, well, 30 plus years later. Yeah. Yeah. The Porto Alegre Airport in Brazil, in Brazil sees an unauthorized aircraft circling around the airbase. They tried contacting the plane, but the plane remained unresponsive. So rude. After a while, the plane came in for landing and made a perfect landing. The plane looked in good shape and its engines were still running even after it had landed. So it's, you know, it's not, it doesn't look rusty or old or, Mm -hmm. you know, everything's working perfectly. The airport authorities approach the plane because there's nobody coming out of the plane. So they're thinking this is fucking weird first we're getting no response off the radio now nobody's getting out of the plane what's going on so they go and investigate and they open up the plane from the outside and inside guess what they found all the people from the plane in 1956 or whatever it was yeah yeah that's that's pretty much what they found but But were they alive no (gasps) they were dead they found inside the plane 92 perfectly preserved skeletons, 88 passengers and four crew still buckled into their seats. And when they opened the cockpit, they saw the pilot, a Captain Miguel Victor Curry, also a skeleton, Curry. but with his hands still... F- <laughs> so he's also a skeleton, but he's got his hands firmly on the control of the plane. So... Of course, this sounds absolutely mental. This plane has just flown around a few times, landed perfectly, yeah. and it's driven by a skeleton. And, you know, it's not like they're all up and dancing skeletons. These people are dead. Yeah. So. Like actual skeletons. Like there's literally no like muscle matter, nothing. Nothing. They are skeletons. I think at this point, probably a few... Skeletons in clothes? Yeah, that's... I mean... How do you say skeletons? I don't know. I don't know, but you've said it a few times and now it's sounding strange. Am I saying it wrong? Skeletons. Skeleton. That is not how you say it. (laughs) Skeleton. How do you say it? Skeleton. 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 Are you putting an N in there? Yeah, I'm adding letters in, guys. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed last week as well, you say intestines really weird as well. I know. Right, so I heard myself saying that weird. I could hear hear myself saying it wrong, but I just couldn't correct it. And I don't know if it's wrong or if it was just like really, really posh. But maybe you say it wrong. Don't turn this on us. (laughs) Did you not notice? But the thing is, 
you stuck with it, Tash. If you heard yourself <laughs> say it wrong once, Listen. you're like, right, I'm just going to stick with it. Well, because I heard you were saying it differently and I thought, well, am I saying it wrong? But I say intestines. I say so many things wrong, though, so I wouldn't ever call anyone out. Is it like saying scone and scone? Like... <laughs> it's blatantly a scone, right? Are you one of those sconers? No, it's a, it's a scone. It's a scone. It's a scone. Yeah, we can all agree it's a scone. Yeah. I'm glad we're all okay, together so on that one. It's only a scone yeah. once it's gone. <laughs> Do you say forehead so or forehead? Forehead. For, it's a forehead. Oh, thank God. It says forehead. <laughs> some people say forehead and I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's weird. No, I think even my grandma says forehead and it always shocks me. I'm like, I don't put you down as someone that says forehead. <laughs> <laughs> So, so just so we can all agree, it's a scone, it's a forehead, it's intestines, it's a skeleton. I don't agree that it's intestines, I think it's intestines. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably two pronunciations. I actually had somebody send us a PM on the, um, I don't know if you girls saw, somebody PM'd us. And uh, they got their words a bit jumbled up. But, you know, sometimes you make typos, it's fine. I understood yeah. completely what it was, uh, what she was trying to say. But she then felt the need to message again, saying, I just want to be specific that I'm not an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, that was so embarrassing. And I was like, have you actually heard us talk? Because words are hard, man. (laughs) My problem is a lot of the time, like when I type is I don't proofread. So like even just texting or messaging, I'll just type something out and then just send it straight away. I don't read it. And honestly, the amount of times I like proper embarrass myself, it's unreal. Anyway, should we get back to these skeletons? Yeah, on the plane? I actually want to know what's happened. I, well, we don't know what's happened. All we know is this plane went missing for like 30 odd years, turned back up again, landed perfectly, and everybody on board's dead. So, okay, sounds a bit mental, right? Yeah. And it is generally regarded as a hoax. Uh, from a, just like a, a dodgy tabloid making up stories to sell, to sell newspapers. Right. However, apparently the Brazilian government did investigate this. So the fact that the Brazilian government investigated it means that there was something to investigate. We can agree, yeah? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think we could agree on that. Uh, and they refused to offer any further explanation. So I think, personally, it's just a massive cover-up that the governments know exactly what happened, but they're just not telling us because it would freak us out, I think. And, uh, yeah, wormholes. That's the only explanation I've got for it. They got lost in a wormhole, or I don't know. And I think they were completely alive until the minute they hit that tarmac and they were back in the proper time zone. And then their bodies just... You know, in, like, the movies... When somebody's being kept ma- uh, young by magic and then they yeah. get old really quickly and just go all... De- and I reckon that's what But it's n- it wasn't such a long time that they all would have been dead by then, was it? Yeah, but if they were, didn't have any food, they oh, would have yeah. died. They would have just been... Fl- they were literally on a plane for 30-odd years. Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, not good for the complexion. No. Yeah. Oh, and think about all those farts. Oh, <laughs> God. And just open the, when they open the plane doors and it go psh, like on the mummy. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? 
is is this the kind of explanation we could maybe put to the Bermuda Triangle as well? Is that yeah. why so many planes and ships and stuff go missing? But then they go missing and they never reappear. This one reappeared. I don't know. The whole thing's really weird. I've got no explanation for it. How can yeah. a skeleton land a plane? No idea. That is madness, isn't it? Pure madness. Utter madness. I'm really perplexed by that. I know. That's 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 why I thought. Mm. It's a short one, but it's a good one. Ooh, that was good. What should we do? Shall, shall you do your next story or shall I do mine? Well, mine's a really short one that was uh, written into us by another podcaster. Ooh. So, oh, I want to hear it then. So it's, again, it's Brian and Eric don't belong here and it was sent in by Brian. So Brian and Eric don't belong here. I suggest you all go and listen to them because they're very very funny and they're on all the um stuff you know spotify and whatnot so i'm going to read word for word what he sent okay a weird story if you want it i've told it a handful of times on my podcast but feel free to use it if you'd like it's to this day the only truly fucking weird thing that's happened to me my wife and i were staying at an airbnb in new haven connecticut for our anniversary we're in the living room watching television for the evening. My wife comes back from the bathroom and asks if I left the drawer open in the kitchen. She's spooked. She's spooked out for some reason. I say it was certainly possible that I had, even if I didn't remember. I mean, yeah, we've all been there, right? I mean, I'm literally looking at a drawer open in my kitchen right now, knowing so, full well yeah. that it was me. Oh, well, there you go. He didn't remember doing it, but possibly. Okay. Obviously, that incident alone is not enough to go off off of at all, but it's enough for the ha-ha, what if this old New Haven house is haunted to begin to seep into the back of your minds. Mm. You know one of those thoughts that begins as a joke, but you start looking over your shoulder a little more? Yeah. <laughs> Later that night, I get out of bed and head to the bathroom. I remember looking into the kitchen and I remember taking stock that every single cabinet and drawer was closed. A few minutes later, I returned to bed, and as I passed and as I passed the kitchen, every single drawer and cabinet was open. I swear to God. Behave. Obviously, no. I spent no. <laughs> obviously, I spent the rest of the night a hundred percent awake with all the lights on. My wife politely asked if there was any spirits present to please leave us alone, as we didn't and we didn't experience anything else. I mean, she asked nicely. Exactly. She was polite about it. And I think that's the right way to go about it, to be honest. I've heard that before where you just have to tell them to stop. Yeah, just pack it in. Just pack it in. I don't know if I fully believe it was a ghost and I haven't written off that I just imagined it somehow, but it was definitely weird. Love the show. Best, Brian. So they love our show. Oh, we love you. Uh, Well, Brian, I'm thoroughly scared for you now. And... uh... (laughs) Well, it wasn't his house. No, I know, so. but still, like, that is horrible. Yeah, I don't like that. That kind of reminds me of the whole stacking chairs. Yeah. And, and it's the first thing you see, really, in Poltergeist. They love a kitchen, don't they? Love a kitchen. They love opening drawers and banging cupboards, and I'm not there for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad I've got those soft closed drawers and cupboards now, because, you know, can't slam one of them, can you? Oh, good shout. Good shout. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. That's that's my sp- spooky weird stuff for the 
chills and kills this week. Bex, do you think we've got time for one more? Yeah, I think so. No, this was um this was part of um what I got prepared for the time that I did a spooky story, but it's not long enough. So what I wanted to do was um I've always found it cool or interesting that I've have you heard of people living whole different lives when they're in a coma or when they are they're unconscious? No. No. Well, um, it's happened quite a few times with people with near-death experiences or when they've been knocked out or when they've been in a coma where they have like almost like a full different life or their life continues but in a coma. Um, So I thought that would be really interesting to look at. So I found this one. It was on Reddit. Um, Oh, not Reddit. Yeah, it's not as... No one's peeking at anyone. Okay. So it starts off like this. My last semester at a certain college, I was assaulted by a football player for walking where he was trying to drive. No, he was 325 pounds and I was 120 pounds. So whatever that is in... What a big difference. and kilos. Well, it doesn't sound like a fair fight. Um, So he assaulted me while unconscious on the ground... I lived a different life. I um, met a wonderful young lady. She made my heart skip and my face red. I pursued her for months and dispatched a few of her joke boyfriends before I finally won her over. After two years, we got married. Almost immediately, we had a child, a little girl. I had a great job and my wife didn't have to work outside of the house. When my daughter was two, we had a son. My son was the joy of my life. I would walk into his room every morning before I left for work and doted on him and my daughter. So this is going on for a long time. This is four years in. Um, One day, while we were sitting on the couch, I noticed that the perspective of a lamp next to the couch was odd. Like inverted It was still 3D, but just, like, sort of wrong. It was a square lamp base, red with gold trim on four legs, and a white square shade. I was transfixed, and I couldn't look away from it. I stayed up all night staring at it. Oh. Just staring at this lamp. It's a bit weird to stay up all night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Imagine staring at a lamp for... I mean, get up and touch it, at least. (laughs) Just go and have a look at it, you know. Give it a shake. Yeah. The next morning, I didn't go to work. Something was just not right about that lamp. Damn lamp. I stopped eating. I left the couch to only use the bathroom at first. But then I stopped that too. I wasn't eating or drinking anymore. I stared at the fucking lamp for three days before my wife got really worried Three days. It took her three days to react. I'd be like three hours. I don't know who's weirder in that scenario. I'd be a bit like three hours. Come on, love. It's only a lamp. Let's go. Yeah. She had someone try and come and talk to me. By this time, my consciousness was breaking up and my wife was freaking out. She took her kids to her mother's house just before I had my epiphany. The lamp is not real. The house is not real. My wife, my kids, and none of it is real. The last 10 years of my life 
wasn't even real. The lamp started to grow wider and deeper, and it was still all inverted dimensions, and then it took up my entire perspective. All I could see was red, and then I started to hear voices, screams, and all sorts of weird noises. I became aware that I was in pain, a shit ton of pain. The first words I said was, I'm missing teeth. I opened my eyes and I was laying on my back on the sidewalk surrounded by people that I didn't know. Lots were freaking out and I was completely confused. Oh my God. So this guy lived 10 years in like, what, 10 minutes? In a matter of minutes, yeah. At some point... Uh, a cop picked me up and then I was taken to hospital. I did have a, uh, I had to have CT scans and stuff. They didn't find anything lasting wrong with me. I went through about three years of a real horrid my depression. God. I was grieving the loss of my wife, children, and dealing with the knowledge that they never existed. Imagine living, meeting the love of your life, having two children, and then just losing them all. That's horrific. That's really, really horrendous. Isn't that awful? How do you even comprehend that? Yeah. I would cry myself to sleep at night and I thought I was going insane. I'd see her in my dreams. I never have, but sometimes... I never have, but sometimes I see my son like a glimpse out of my peripheral vision. He's always five years old, like like what he was when when he came out of his um like dream. Yeah, and I could never hear what he says, and that's just uh, it took him a long time to get out of it, and that that's it. The post ends there, really. That's so sad. That's really really that's depressing, awful, isn't, isn't it? Almost. Well, it is depressing. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting in that in the space of a couple of minutes, 10 minutes, like you say, he actually went through years and years of this whole new life. God, the brain is a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't like the whole... When I read it by myself, the whole lamp part sounded a lot freakier. Just like, just imagine your husband just staring well, at a freaky, lamp for isn't three it? days. Yeah, it took him a long... He, I don't think he's ever going to get over it properly. Well, no, probably not. He's lost his family. It's to him, like, he probably feels like they died or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, um, in the comments as well, he was commenting a bit further down, answering a few people's questions. And, uh, yeah, he's just, uh, he always, he he does dream about them a lot still. It's just uh, how his life is, part of his life now. It almost feels like a real... Well, grief. He is really grieving a family. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, trust me to bring the joy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you I've honestly I've that that shocked me. But what if everyone's lives are like that? Oh Maddie said to me the other day, sometimes I feel like life is just like a dream and none of this is real. I thought that was pretty deep for a six-year-old. I mean, it's very deep, but no. wait till you're paying the bills, Maddie. Then you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I um, blew, blew Caitlin's mind the other day because I said, how do you know that... You know when you think, in, you think of a colour red, how do you know that your red's the same as my oh, red? Oh, yeah. 
and her mind I could and she didn't understand it I had to explain it about three times and she was then when it clicked what I meant she was like (gasps) but it is mad isn't it how did you explain that to her I'm curious because I don't know what you mean why would your red not be the same as my red so if I look at red and we both agree that's red because that's how we've always grown up to say that that color that particular shade and that color how we see that color is called red yeah but what happens if i see your red what happens if my red is your green but you call it red because that's how you've you've seen it as red people have told you that color is red how do you know that my red's not the same as your red do you you understand yeah yeah are you sure Kind of. Well, because nobody can see what you can see. Only yeah, but surely you... people have surely people you know people have studied eyeballs and yeah, but eyesight. Only and... you can see what you can see. So your perception of red might not be the same as Becky's perception of red. So we only agree because that's what we've learned and that's what we've been told. But we don't yeah. know. That you're seeing red as red, the same colour as red that I am, and that. But we'd never know. We'll never know. Well, fuck me. So my whole life could be a lie. I might have just got just got punched in the face, and but this I, is all I my brain all overacting. Is it and not then all a lie? Colours aren't real, apparently. <laughs> well, they're shades, aren't they? Really, I don't know. It's all fucking weird. Skeletons are driving aeroplanes. Yeah. What the fuck's going on, guys? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Hey, on a more exciting note, I did make that appointment with a psychic medium and I'm talking to her in a quarter of an hour. Buzzing. I'm so uh, a bit nervous, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Well, you will have to catch us up on that. Of course, I'll report back mm. and hopefully have some good shit to tell you. Yeah. Or it could be well, that I just wasted 30 bucks because it was a load of bollocks. And um, we might never talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you either way. If it was a complete load of bollocks, I'll say it was a complete load of bollocks. Yeah. So, yeah. That's exciting. Right. On that note, we should wrap it up so you can get yourself ready for that. Yeah. Yep. So, I better get off and... Yeah. Yeah. And I'll let you know. I'm only it's only half an hour, so if you guys are still up, I'm I sure I'll like, still mess- be up. I'll message you. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, talk about it on uh, Sunday's recording. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh, don't forget Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and you can email us. So we look yep. forward to hearing from you. Yeah. Should we maybe give the email address? I know I kind of summarised that. It's um, chillers.killers.pod at gmail.com. Brilliant. Looking forward to hearing from you. All right. Take care. Oh, that's not what we say. That's not what we say. Take care. We don't say take care. We don't say take care. We say stay safe. Don't kill people. And keep it weird. Bye. Bye. Bye.